Welcome to Speak for Yourself. We have a huge, huge day in sports. First and foremost, Dak Prescott. Has he been given enough help for the Dallas Cowboys to get where they want to get to the Super Bowl? And our resident NFL All-Pro former running back, LaShawn McCoy, going to break down his top five running backs in the National Football League. And then the NFL Draft, just hours away. You see the NBA Draft, just hours away. You see LeBron James behind me, a former number one pick. We're going to talk about our favorite number one picks. Magic, Akeem, you're going to want to stick around for that one. But first, I got to get to the table and join the crew. I just mentioned Shady. He needs no introduction. That's right. My dog, Joy Taylor, the one and only co-host of The Herd and NBA Analyst. Slick, Rick the Buker. Slick, you got any rap lyrics for us today, this show? Uh, you'll have to wait and see. We're going to have to wait <laughs> yeah. and see. Well, y'all aren't going to have to wait and see this discussion. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Who is to blame for everything that's going on in Brooklyn? Because they were swept in the first round of the playoffs. But now Kyrie Irving's future is in question. And a report says the Nets are worried if Kyrie Irving doesn't return, that Kevin Durant might just want out as well. Let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Can I get on Cam? Can I see my people? Can I see my people? <laughs> um, I went in on KD yesterday. Uh-oh. I did. I couldn't sleep last night. I'll be honest. Couldn't I, sleep. I believe you. I went in on KD bad, and then I saw Giannis at the end of the night, and it made it all worth it because I was like, if KD tries to attack me, Giannis, we good in these <laughs> streets. Uh, but today I defend Kevin Durant. Kevin okay. Durant, Kyrie Irving, who's really at fault for this mess going on in Brooklyn? It's not KD. It's Kyrie. Shady, I know Kyrie's your guy. I know you had him on your other show. You had him on your pod. Kyrie is the reason for all of the drama going on in Brooklyn because it was Kyrie's house. Kyrie got there first. And if it's your house and you are there first physically, that is, clearly okay. they arrived at the same right. time, but Kevin Durant was hurt. If it's your house and you get there first, any mess that occurs at the house, it's on the person who was there first. Joy, if you're throwing a house party, and you're like, hey, Acho, can you come help me clean? I got some guests showing up. If the house don't get clean, it's not on Emmanuel Acho. <laughs> it's on the one and only Joy Taylor. Because it's your house. The Brooklyn Nets are Kyrie Irving's house because he got there first physically. So when COVID came around and Kyrie was like, I don't feel like playing basketball and I don't think you should play basketball either. Then you fast forward to the next season. That was the bubble when COVID came around the first time. Right. Then you fast forward to the following season and Kyrie Irving, you recruit James Harden to come play with you. But then you so absent due to injuries and people calling right. you the N-word. You don't feel like playing ball right, that right. you dismiss certain games. Then the following season, we're still dealing with COVID. Now, Kyrie, you don't want to get vaccinated. The house is a mess. And it's not. KD's fault. It's Kyrie's fault. Shady, for the first time, I think, in the last two days, you agree with me. So I got to hear your thoughts. You was gone, baby. You was gone. My dog. <laughs> um, I got to agree with you, man. I, I think it goes to Kyrie. Most of this blame with, with this team, with the Nets, is Kyrie Irving. Because on the court, he does magic, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to be available to be on the court. Facts. He, he, he's only played in, what, like 16 games with, with uh, Harden and, and, and KD, KD yep. right? And then he missed, what, 29 games mm -hmm. last year? Only played in 29 games. It's like, so if I'm on a team, right, and, okay, we go out and we get KD. Kyrie and KD, they, they plan this. We're going to play together the Nets, two superstar players, right? And then we go get James Harden, all of us together. They're like the favorites mm -hmm. for a while. Talk about it. And then... If I'm the Nets, because I understand why they don't want to commit to him. Okay, listen, hey, this is the contract, right? You signed it. I don't want to hear about no, 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 uh, no, no shots, 
right, getting vaccinated. I don't want to hear about what's going on outside these locker rooms. I need players that's here to play to win because the ultimate goal is to win the championship. I, ch- I try to relate them to football. When we had um, Tom Brady, right, with the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tom, for my ring. Okay. <laughs> it was in a quarantine, right, and the COVID hit, right? and, and there was all these different rules that we had to abide by, mm-hmm. right? And the thing was, Tom had his own meeting. Listen, I'm here to win championships. That's what I'm here to do, right? You guys are brought here to He win. called a separate meeting. Yeah, separate oh, meeting. Away from look, the coaches. Away right from coaches. I'm the leader. That we're trying to win championships. And if you can't get vaccinated to win a goal, to go to a championship, that's the main goal. If you can't do that, then you can't be here. Mm. So I look at Kyrie Irving. I listen, you're a great talent, but the main goal was to win mm. by any means. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that, you can't commit to him. I like it, Slick. You're writing profusely. What you thinking? Uh, that you're both wrong. <laughs> oh, we both are wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight now. <laughs> Hearing that mess. <laughs> it's Kevin Durant. For the simple reason, who's the more powerful player? I don't care who came first. They, they agreed to go there yeah, together. Right. Who's, the most, who's the more powerful player? Fair. Is it Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving? Kevin Durant. Sir. Let Kevin me, Durant. what? Kevin Durant, Shady? sir. Shady? Kevin Durant. Thank Kevin you. Durant. Thank you. Thank you. You just gave me a comparison. Tom Brady brought them together and said, what are you here for? Are you here to win? Here to then win. Then get vaccinated. Who is supposed to do that for the, for the Brooklyn Nets? Kevin Durant. He's the one who's supposed to go to Kyrie Irving and say, he's not supposed to co-sign that, hey, do whatever you want to do. What are the two reasons that Kevin Durant went to the Brooklyn Nets? One, to play with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, yeah. Kyrie playing? What, where are you, you're dog? Right. I came you're here right. to play with you. You're right, you're right. What was the second reason? One ring? Maybe it was the first reason. Are you right? No, I won't be the captain of my own ship. Fair, fair. Oh, here we I go. I can win this. rings, go insane. Go with this. But, I, I, but, I, but, I, but I can't be the captain of my ship. I can't be the guy, the reason that we win. So, KD, if you went to Brooklyn to play with Kyrie and to be the captain of the ship, then play with Kyrie and be the captain of the ship. Fair, fair. Joy, try to bust, huh? Make some points. Slick, but this is still on Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is a professional. He's a grown man. He gets paid a lot of money to play basketball, and he chose to not play basketball this season. He played in 29 regular season games and four postseason games. I got to tell you, the Only glasses got have slats. an impact, or having an impact right <laughs> now. Yeah, no, She's a little more convincing than you guys. <laughs> I'm just saying. Joey, the glasses are fly, though. They are fly. I'll give you Thank credit. You. Thank you. Um, so let me do some teaching. Kyrie Kyrie is the one who's to blame in this situation. In hindsight, this shouldn't be really surprising to anyone because we've seen enough evidence that this is how Kyrie handles his business. This is not really a massive surprise to anyone who's followed Kyrie's career. As you said, on the court, he's magic. There's there's very little that you can do to poke holes in his game. He's not great defensively, but so what? Some players are just amazing on offense, and you take what you get on the defensive end. But the, the issue with Kyrie is everyone keeps pushing him in, into being uh, in the Robin role, like mm. the number two, right? Mm-hmm. We right. know he's not number one because he had yeah. that opportunity in Boston, and we know how that all went. Mm-hmm. But Boston reminds him every time he steps foot right. in the building how that went. He's a three. He's a three. And he can he's be a three. three. He can be a three oh, on a championship. He's a three. He's three. By three, you mean like the third best player, not like he's playing small forward. Like, no, yeah. I'm not the third best player. Wow. So wait, wait, is Batman Robin? Who's the third? Who's the third? Uh, uh, um, Alfred. Oh, Alfred. <laughs> hey, listen. Alfred, Alfred comes through now. And, I, and oh, nothing happens man. without Alfred. And nothing happens without Alfred. Here's my point. KD is obviously a number one. Not of only course. is he the talent number one, he is 
finals MVP. He was the best player on those teams. We've had this discussion for the last couple days. We know what KD is capable of. Do I think he needs to be a little bit more pushy with Kyrie? I would yeah. agree with you he there. He needs to yes. be at number one. Yes, but I, I think he can be the leader way. on a championship team. The problem with Kyrie being forced into a two is he's not reliable. Mm-hmm. You can't rely on him as a number two. Your number two guy has got to be a Jalen Brown. Your number two guy has got to yeah, be a Clay point. Thompson. Chris right. Your number two guy has to be a Chris Middleton. Yeah, right. They're not the talent level necessarily of the number one. But you can rely on them. You know Invalible. what you're going to get with them night me, in, night out, and off the court as well. Let me back up that point. So, Slick, I like where you're going because I do think Kevin Durant, though he is a number one in stature, a number one in talent, he do, does need to be more with his game and with his alpha presence, leadership ability. Keep in mind, Alex Caruso, during the bubble year that the Lakers won the championship, missed his sister's wedding to stay in the bubble because he did not want to miss time because he followed his leader of LeBron James. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant couldn't even get Kyrie to play in a game because somebody called him an N-word. So we just got a whole bunch of issues here. But Slick, here's my bigger deal. You can't be absent and a distraction. Mm. You got to pick one. Mm. Yesterday, Joy... Shady texted me after the show. He said, hey, Acho, I'm coming with you to this movie premiere. I said, bet. Giannis had his movie. Come with me to the premiere. It was great. <laughs> Shady texted me right before the movie premiere. Man, my bad, big bro. I can't make it. That's fine. He was absent. But the pivotal mistake that Shady did not make is to text me during the whole movie. Hey, how is it, big dog? Hey, is it good? <laughs> hey, man, Giannis, how what, it go? what, how, how it going? Go? Hey, who the lead? He wasn't absent and a distraction. Yeah. He picked one sin. Kyrie Irving got both sins. He's absent, and he's also a distraction. Kyrie, how are you going to show up in a game you can't play with with your significant other and sit in the front row of a game that you can't play in? Not even with the bench. Because Slick, he's both absent, but then he's also going to be a distraction because now everybody's talking about Kyrie and his fit. Oh, who is Kyrie with? Instead of focusing on the game, pick a sin. I don't mind you being absent. That happens at times. You can't be absent, Slick, and a distraction. I'm not mad at that, but here's... The distinction is that KD at no time said, Kyrie, to your point, you can't be absent Mm -hmm. and be a distraction. He never laid down the law. And who with the Brooklyn Nets has the authority and the ability with Kyrie Irving to lay down the law? I came to play with you. Mm -hmm. If you're having an issue on the show with you and Marcellus, who else can talk to you about where the show's going other than Marcellus? Mm-hmm. Like, that's your boy. You created this thing together. That's what KD and Kyrie did. So if KD had said, look, Kyrie, you either got to get vaxxed or you got to step to the side, and Kyrie still was a distraction, then I am with you 100%. Fair. Kyrie is at fault. But KD never took the action required. The fact that we're saying he's a number one, except he could have done a what? little bit more one number one stuff. But he don't know that. Is though. the whole. Here's my problem. We got to go back to Joy's analogy. Can we go back okay, to Batman, back to Robin, it. and Alfred? I'm not going to rock with Alfred because I don't yeah, think Kyrie's I, an Alfred, but right, I hear you. Right. Let's go back to Joy's analogy for a second. Batman doesn't say, okay, Robin, it's time to go save some people. Right. Robin just watches what Batman does and says, hey, we about to go save some folk. Batman doesn't say, hey, I need you to shoot that villain. Robin just looks and says, oh, looks like we got some villains to take down. Slick, you know this. In high-level ball, I don't have to instruct my teammate on everything to do. Shady didn't call me before every Eagles game like, hey, Acho, I need you to go tackle DeMarco Murray. 
It's within my job description mm-hmm. to go tackle DeMarco Murray. Mm-hmm. It's within my job description to go stop the opposer. I don't think that always that, well, KD, you need to hold Kyrie's hand as y'all skip through this field of dil- uh, uh, lilies and daisies. I think KD needed to really, he kind of did what he needed to do. That's, that's the way it's supposed to be. But that's not the way it is. This is what we know about Kyrie Irving. Immensely talented. But was he a handful in Cleveland? Yeah, he was a handful in Cleveland. What's he wait, was wait, wait, wait. a handful What's he? What do you mean? Cleveland. Elaborate, please. No, you guys aren't aware of the him going off the reservation or them having to talk him back down, how he was isolating himself and they had to bring him back into the crew. Happened in Boston. Like, trust me. His trust reputation. Me. Kyrie yeah, Irving was not like I mean, he's the LeBron. true number he's the two there. So, I mean. so, and that's the other part. That's the other part for me. What is KD? Where's the, where, where's the rivalry? What's KD always wanted to be? What did he want? What did he do when he went to Golden State? Beat on LeBron. And he knocked off LeBron. Yeah. Like I want a production company. Like quietly, mm-hmm. KD has been in competition with LeBron all along the way. What would be better in that competition than to let Kyrie? This is how we do things. But he has not done that, and that's why, for me, still, I can't blame KD this for that. Is, KD is the only one who has the authority to tell Kyrie how it is with the Brooklyn Nets, and he never did. Dory, you look like you're biting your tongue. Well, I think the other issue with Brooklyn is they have no identity and they have no culture. They don't even have respect for their head coach. Kyrie was reportedly having separate practices after the head coach. When they came together, they both openly talked about how they don't really need a coach. Like Kyrie could be the coach one night and KD could be the coach one night. Steve could be the coach one night, which obviously we all know is absurd. It's actually really disrespectful to what coaches do, Mm -hmm. which is a massive responsibility outside of just the head coach, the entire coaching staff. So who enabled that? So I, I, I don't think that KD is without fault here. Thank you. But I can't, ju- in the sense that he is, you are right, he is the only one that can say something to Kyrie. But that doesn't absolve Kyrie of the bulk of the responsibility for what's gone on here. He's made choices that have affected the winning in Brooklyn by choosing to not be available. Whatever you feel about vaccinations, is completely irrelevant. It was his choice. I've been told I was supposed to be a magnet for like six months now. I still can walk around forks. I don't know. <laughs> One of these days, my superpowers is going to kick in. Whatever your opinion about it is, is irrelevant. The, the fact was that this was a, re- a requirement by the city of New York for him to be there, and he chose let's, not to do it. But at the end of the day, to me, it's about culture. Because here's the example I'll give you real talk quick. Talk to me. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, right. He didn't want to do it. Go ahead, yeah. preach to the choir. He didn't want to do it. Nope. Mm. And what did he do? He He got it. He didn't throw a horn. And they won a championship. And now his life and his legacy is completely Uh different. But they are different players, too, though. And what was said by Steph Curry, I hope he does the right thing. We're going to trust that he's going to do the right thing. Come on. That's probably like Draymond saying, hey, go get vaccinated. Let's be real, though. Now we're going to have a real conversation. You can plead the fifth if you need to. Some dudes are just bad kids. Let's just be honest. Like, Slick, you got kids. Some kids just, they just some bad yeah, kids. You yeah. can tell some what to do. I agree. Others are just going to act out. Um, in Philly, D-Jack, before he matured. Oh, now, D-Jack is a, that's your dog. That's your boy. Okay. It's your boy. What you about I told to say you to plead the fifth. Deshaun Jackson, a bad you better man. not plead the fifth. He's a bad man. Deshaun Jackson, to me, may be the greatest deep threat in the history of football. Is. Randy Moss, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Fair. I'll give you that. Okay. 
I remember being in Philly. I was a young buck. Shady was there. Shady was kingpin to Sean Jackson. King. It's a true story, y'all. We had to wear black socks to practice. Had to. Everybody white was supposed socks. to white socks to white practice. White socks. Every, you, oh, y'all yeah. see where I'm going? This is a true story. Yeah, but this is small. We had to wear white socks to practice. But one dude was going to wear black socks. Mm. And that one dude was going to be D-Jack. Now, Chip said, head coach. Hey. wear black socks, too. Chip said, hey, y'all know y'all got to wear white socks. But it's certain dudes, even if you tell them what to do, they going to do their own thing regardless. And it does not matter, Kevin Durant, if you tell Kyrie Irving to get vaccinated. Kevin Durant, if you tell Kyrie to Because some dudes are just going to do their own thing and live by the beat of their own drum. With you. I give that example to say Kyrie Irving is one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing Kevin Durant could do to change what Kyrie Irving was acting like. Just like there was nothing maybe, Chip could but, do but, in that but, locker room. But, 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 but there's levels, though, to superstars. Like, every superstar comes with some baggage. Ooh. LeBron James comes with some baggage, right? Yeah. He does what he wants. Pull into the game with the wine, and, and you know, like Not every fair. every star has their own thing. You can tell Shady's been around me a couple of days now. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. I have my own thing. Like the Chip Kelly, like I'm not, I'm not doing that stuff. I'm winning. I'm here to win games, and I'm the best player you got here. So just let me play. But I think to win a championship is different. Like mm-hmm. you talk about Andrew Wiggins. Listen, Kyrie. I think KD probably they probably had conversations and talks. Hey, look, we trying to win a championship, right? Then we we brought um, Harden here. You know, we are trying to win games. So when you're not here because you're not getting vaccinated, can you win, then it's, then it's can an you issue. Win, can you win championships with that kind of mindset? Because you said it yourself. Like, can yeah, you win championships? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe not the way Kyrie was doing it. I think he went too far. But there's a lot of there's a lot of superstars like like Kawhi Leonard. He got his own agenda. He's, he he works on right, and he won championships. So right, I think it's just, it's just too much. If it's too much, Kyrie. Shane, I, I also I, where I, where I would push back is and this much. is why I use the example that he's a three. Is that talent-wise, he's great right. on the court when he chooses to be on the court, which is what you have to say when you talk about Kyrie, which is what knocks him down from a one. But where I would put him in a three is the reliability factor. Yeah, that's, that's big. Yeah, yes, yeah. you could be a, big, yes, yeah. you can show up at work with wine when you're LeBron James. Because that's the king. King does what he wants. But they all Kyrie have is not their... the king. He's right, not. And he's not even the king of his own. He's not even the king of his own team. And then when you put yourself in the situation that Kyrie did with his choices, that's where I say you can't have him as somebody on a championship team that you have to rely on. Can he mm-hmm. contribute to a championship team? Of course. Of course, of course he can. sure. He did. But at this point, yes. But at this point, you have to look at his body of work and evaluate what availability level yeah. he's going to have. That's true. Flick, final thought. I ain't. I'm not going to compare socks worn at practice, color of socks worn at practice. I agree with this. He's right. With vaccination. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's levels to it. It's levels. Yes, yeah. exactly. You can have certain allowances, but you got to know where to draw the line. That's right. And again, you may be right with Kyrie, but KD never drew the line. Draw the line. And then we, don't, we don't know over, that. Now it's on that. Kyrie. That's fair. KD didn't draw a line. Steph Curry doesn't have to fo- draw a line because they just follow the leader. And coming up, <laughs> we're talking about the Warriors, how they just won another title. But do we expect another dynasty in Golden State? But first, some new faces in Dallas and some faces that are gone. We'll tell you if Dak Prescott has enough help for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. That's next. Speak for yourself. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. 
So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dalvin Cook, Mr. Do Everything for the Vikings, a three-time Pro Bowler, has rushed for over 1,000 yards in three straight seasons. And he seems to have no signs of slowing down, saying, quote, being a bell cow running back is what I pride myself on. So Dalvin Cook talking hot got me thinking mm-hmm. I need my big dog, 2-5, 2 live, to give us his two live top five running backs. I can't do nothing without my rock, though. Let me get my rock, QB. Let me get my rock, QB. <laughs> I need him. I need your top five running back, Shady. Where, okay, you, at? where so you at? Where you at? You said Dalvin Cook? I'll go with Dalvin Cook, my, my fifth running back. He's your five. He's my, he's my okay. fifth running back. Let's go in order right now. Dalvin, uh, Dalvin Cook is really good. He trains in Florida, where I train at. Um, and I can tell you one thing, man. He's working hard. He looks good. He's fast. He's strong. And he's physical. And he loves gets the ball. So, is he not too small, though, Shady? Is like, he not too small? You heard he's what he said. Back. He's a bell cow, right? You got to give him the ball. And that zone scheme offense, he's going to kill that like he's been doing. Okay, where you at it for? I go four. I'm going to go with um, Joe Mixon. Everybody gave a lot of credit to Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, he did his thing. But if you really watch them games, Joe was really running that ball. He's been doing it all year. I love Joe Mixon. He got to get his credit. All right. Now, number three. Number three, we're going to go with uh, the king, Derrick Henry. Now, listen, the biggest thing about Derrick Henry, man, he's always durable, right? Mm-hmm. Always available. We talked about Kyrie Irving not being available. This guy's available. Fair. Now, he has some injuries, right? But if he gets back to the top and get, his, get healthy again, he'll be number one. He'll be the king again. Where you at on two? <sighs> number two, I got to go with Nick Chubbs. Now, Nick Chubbs is a special breed, right? You don't really hear him talk much, right? You don't really hear him talk. You don't really see him, right? The only thing about him is this. He plays ball and he makes big plays. He dresses like the mannequin, but when, he, when you turn the tape on and you see him run, he gets busy, busy, busy. So I got Nick Chubb's number two. And number one, I mean, do we need the cards for that? <laughs> number one, Jonathan Taylor. Listen, if you had to just draw a running back, right? The idea running back. He'll be his size. He's strong. He's yep. fast. He stiffs arms. He'll run through you. He'll run around you. Now, he don't have to shake McCoy swag, but <laughs> he's a bad, bad man. I got to tell you what, Jonathan, look at this dude. He's a beast. Not against my Buffalo Bills, but he's my number one. <laughs> okay, I need to look at the list. Let me see the list again. Let me see the list again. Let me see the list again. I'm going to get out the way so they can see it. Um, Derrick Henry, is he not a little low at number three? I, I love Derek, but, it, it, you know, I think now at this stage, getting all them carries, it, it might start to take a toll on his body. We, we've never seen it. You're, you you're missing. There's a glaring error of okay. probably the best all-around running back oh. in Christian McCaffrey. Oh. I don't see him. He's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorites. Only thing about him is he hasn't really played football in about two years. Ah, you got to stay healthy. The one thing about this game is you can't be great if you're not on the field. He's a great player, but he's not on the field. Okay, if you're talking about years then, then Aaron Jones has the most scrimmage yards Ooh. since 2019. How is he I know, not on I know. the list? Listen, listen, I got to be honest. He was my only one of us. Like, I was fighting with him and Cook back and forth. I love Jones, man. Aaron Jones is a beast, so... You can split that down the middle. How about that? We'll do that. We'll just cut it down the middle. Super. That's Aaron not Jones, allowed, I LaShawn McCoy. I, I, I do love him. So that's a, that's a tough one to argue, but it's up in the air. Last one for you. Where are you putting Saquon? Saquon Barkley? Yes, sir. I think Saquon is talented. He does not make this list. I think um, high expectations for this player. He's been, he's been big since college, but we haven't seen it. Right? Fair. Have you seen it? Fair. I haven't seen it. Well, I ain't seen him in a while. I'm waiting to see it. Final question. All things considered, everybody, every running back in the league is healthy. Okay. Zeke is healthy. Saquon is healthy. Kamara is healthy. McCaffrey's easy healthy. One. Henry's healthy. Easy Who one. is the most talented running back in football? The most talented, everybody's healthy. I think C-Mac. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that boy's different. He does everything. Catches the ball, runs. 
Um, um, and then the one thing about him, he blocks. Most guys don't block. Fair. They said I didn't block. Did Fair. I block? I caught you on the one-on-ones in the air. Uh-huh. I won't tell the world no more. Lies you tell on television. Take the rock, big dog. You gone. Because, well, McCaffrey was a first-round pick. I got to bring in Joy Taylor to talk about number one overall draft picks. Y'all know the NBA draft is tonight. The Magic got the number one pick. So, Joy, we got to go back in the time machine and talk about our favorite number one picks in the NBA draft all time. Now, I will get us started at number five. Number five for me, Joy, let's go back to Shaquille O'Neal. Go back to Shaquille O'Neal. Why? Because obviously Shaq, he won his four titles. We know about that. He won several with the Lakers, and he went and took one with your Miami Heat. But Shaq, I just loved his presence. I loved his aura. Am I going to keep rolling, or are we going to alternate? I'm going to keep rolling. <laughs> LeBron James at number four. Uh, LeBron needs no explanation. Now, here's the thing. Four? We're talking about favorites, not most talented. We're talking about favorites. He's my fourth favorite because of the names that are to come. And number three, Allen Iverson. When you talk about favorite, Iverson just holds a place near and dear to my little heart. Because when I was a kid learning how to play the game of basketball, Bron wasn't around. I was watching AI. I had Iversons. You know, I, I bought Iversons. I've been gifted bronze. I bought Iversons. You know you care about things more when you got to pay for them. So AI at number three. And number two, the man they call Magic. Irving Magic Johnson, if you talking favorites, he's just one of the dopest athletes that has ever come. One of the most brilliant minds. One of the most iconic figures. And lastly, Y'all know I'm biased. I don't try to hide it. On this show, if I can ever tell y'all I'm Nigerian, it's going to come out. Akeem, the dream, Elijah one for several reasons, mainly because he's Nigerian. But Akeem, the dream, he's my favorite number one pick. Not the most talented, but the fact that he stuck around even though Jordan ended up taking all his shine from that draft class. When Jordan finally retired, Akeem still got his two rings. That's why he's my favorite number one pick. What's your favorites? Okay, uh, that's... Emmanuel's list. Here's the correct list. <laughs> uh, now, a lot of them are the same, obviously. I put Allen Iverson at five. Allen Iverson, the culture. Allen Iverson transformed the sport. He made it feel accessible for everybody, like anybody could go and play at that level. I am not going to lie. I thought I was Michael Jordan at one point, but when AI came out, my swag turned up a whole other level. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought I was Allen Iverson. One of the biggest moments of my career getting to interview Allen Iverson. So I have Allen Iverson at 5'4". I have Shaq, Big Diesel. Fair. One of I the like most it. dominant players, if not the most dominant player to ever play the game. We haven't even really seen a body type like his at the level that he played it for the time that he played it, the championships that he had, the impact that he had on the game. I have Shaq at 4. Now at 3, I've got Magic. Magic? Bird saved the league. League was struggling when they came in. Magic transformed the game. Part of Showtime Lakers, one of the greatest legacies in the history of the NBA. And also, really, Magic kind of set the tone, the original OG for the big business of the NBA. Mm -hmm. He's a big businessman. Obviously, we know the Magic brands. So I have Magic at Well, thus three. far, I'm not wrong. I'm just out of order. You're out of order. I'm just out of order. You're out of order. I can, I can live with that. I can yeah. live with being out of order, but I got my names right. Number two is LeBron James. LeBron James been in the spotlight since he was 16 years old. In many ways, I, well, at least for me, I'm a little older than Emmanuel. <laughs> I grew up with LeBron James. He's around my age. We watched him from a young man grow into the superstar that he is, the transcendent name of LeBron James, the king, first billionaire as an active player. 
And uh, I mean, look at that fit. Look at that draft fit. Old school. I gotta tell you, the guys. baggy suits. I gotta I tell you. Thank God for these fitted suits. Those baggy suits had to Terrible. go. Terrible. They had to go. But he looked fly at the time. He looked fly at the time. And number one. You got a number one. Number one. Number one. He never gets his flowers. We just gloss over him all the time. Like Kareem isn't the greatest basketball champion that ever existed. He is a champion at every single level that he has ever touched the basketball. He still commands, respect, the captain, a part of that Showtime Lakers. I mean, we got to give Kareem some respect every once in a while. When we talk about the GOATs, we never mention Kareem. He's just like, oh, well, and, and then there's Kareem. And then there's Kareem. <laughs> we do. We do Kareem just flippantly Kareem is my, is my number one. I got to give him some flowers. Uh, we gloss over the greatness that is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar very often. And every once in a while, we got to recognize. Though this is a subjective list, obviously we're talking no, 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 about our correct. own mine's personal right. favorites. She thinks she's right. I got to bring in Slick Rick yeah, you do. to tell us yeah, you do. what list do you prefer where you at? Where you leaning? What you thinking? Joy, thank you. How does she have Kareem at number one and he can't even make your list? How does he not make your list? Okay, okay. Explain answer. yourself. Very simply. All of these men, in yeah. my opinion, yeah. are modern cultural icons. Modern, modern. Okay, I'm not going to age myself and age that side of the modern cultural icons. Kareem's not a modern yeah, cultural no, icon. So, like, Kareem is acting, if there is Kareem anybody is who acting, is relevant writing, today and is still speaking. participating, it's Kareem. Yeah. Only one person on either of these lists played in black and white. Here's the Only truth. one. No, no, no. Here's Only the truth. Only one played in black. I mean, I see you're wearing black and white, but we don't have to be partial. You got, you got Shaq on there, number five. You really wanted to, like... <laughs> you just couldn't put Kareem in the five spot. But here's, the, here's my other go issue. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. For the two of you, both of you, I have a question. I don't see any Tim Duncan. I know. I know. That, that one hurt. Tim Duncan. That one hurt. No, 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 no. That one hurt. No, 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 no. I thought about it. I don't want this. Oh, yeah, I feel bad no, about that. I thought no, about it. You were just talking about Kareem like not getting his flowers. I was like Shady with Aaron Jones. No. No. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. You know what? I wanted what? to put him I wanted to put him at five. Slick, I really did. Yeah. I love the fit, the big fundamental. But AI is just... You know what Here, I mean? I had the, uh, the, 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 the wrist. Correct. You know the like, armband. No, I had I straight back. I get it. The problem Tim Duncan had to pay for being so bland is I don't think he ends up being anybody's favorite. He, he's one of the greatest players of all time. Top 10 without question. Allen Iverson, nobody ever says he's top 10. Nobody ever says that. But Tim Duncan, I think the price he had to pay for being so vanilla but, is not being a favorite. But, but see, here's the thing. This is what people don't know. He was not vanilla. Do you know that he had a, what do you call it, a bar tongue? Like he had a, he had a barbell in his tongue at one point? Oh, I don't want to hear you about that. I don't want to hear no, no, Tim no, no. Duncan I'm just telling stories. you. No, no, I'm just <laughs> telling you. No, 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 no. TD, about a Tim Duncan free TD okay. was edgy. <laughs> okay. TD had tats. TD wore his shorts backwards. Okay, look. Uh, TD. We, we definitely don't want to TD was not vanilla. This is not big for yourself at night. I got to go to break. I got to go to break before this gets weirder. Coming up, Patrick Mahomes is a Super Bowl winner. And former MVP. But does he still have tongue. something to prove? We're going to talk it about that next. This is not seen for yourself at night. I'm just telling you, he wasn't vanilla. Please, <laughs> Dalvin Cook missed to do everything for the Vikings. A three-time Pro Bowler has rushed for over 1,000 yards in three straight seasons. And he seems to have no signs of slowing down, saying, quote, being a bell cow running back is what I pride myself on. So Dalvin Cook talking hot got me thinking – Mm-hmm. I need my big dog, 2-5, 2-live, to give us his 2-live top 
five running backs. I can't do nothing without my rock, though. Let me get my rock, QB. Let me get my rock, QB. <laughs> I need him. I need your top five running back, Shady. Where, okay, you, at? where so you at? Where you at? You said Dalvin Cook? I'll go with Dalvin Cook, my, my fifth running back. He's your five. He's my, he's my okay. fifth running back. Let's go in order right now. Dalvin, uh, Dalvin Cook is really good. He trains in Florida, where I train at. Um, and I can tell you one thing, man. He's working hard. He looks good. He's fast. He's strong. And he's physical. And he loves gets the ball. So, is he not too small, though, Shady? Is like, he not too small? You heard he's, small back. he's a bell cow, right? You got to give him the ball. And that zone scheme offense, he's going to kill that like he's been doing. Okay, where you at it for? I go four. I'm going to go with um, Joe Mixon. Everybody gave a lot of credit to Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, he did his thing. But if you really watch them games, Joe was really running that ball. He's been doing it all year. I love Joe Mixon. He got to get his credit. All right. Now, number three. Number three, we're going to go with uh, the king, Derrick Henry. Now, listen, the biggest thing about Derrick Henry, man, he's always durable, right? Mm -hmm. Always available. We talked about Kyrie Irving not being available. This guy's available. Fair. Now, he has some injuries, right? But if he gets back to the top and gets get healthy again, he'll be number one. He'll be the king again. Where you at on two? <sighs> number two, I got to go with Nick Chubbs. Now, Nick Chubbs is a special breed, right? You don't really hear him talk much, right? You don't really hear him talk. You don't really see him, right? The only thing about him is this. He plays ball and he makes big plays. He dresses like the mannequin, but when, he, when you turn the tape on and you see him run, he gets busy, busy, busy. So I got Nick Charles number two. And number one, I mean, do we need the cards for that? <laughs> number one, Jonathan Taylor. Listen, if you had to just draw a running back, right? The idea running back. He'll be his size, he's strong, he's yep. fast, he stiffs arms, he'll run through you, he'll run around you. Now, he don't have to shake McCoy swag, but <laughs> he's a bad, bad man. I gotta tell you what, Jonathan, look at this dude. He's a beast. Not against my Buffalo Bills, but he's my number one. <laughs> okay, I need to look at the list. Let me see the list again, let me see the list again, let me see the list again. I'm gonna get out the way so they can see it. Um, Derrick Henry, is he not a little low at number three? I, I love Derek, but, it, it, you know, I think now at this stage, getting all them carries, it, it might start to take a toll on his body. Fair. We, we've never seen it. You're, you you're missing, there's a glaring error of okay. probably the best all-around running back oh. in Christian McCaffrey. Oh. I don't see him. He's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorites. Only thing about him is he hasn't really played football in about two years. Ah, you got to stay healthy. The one thing about this game is you can't be great if you're not on the field. He's a great player, but he's not on the field. Okay, if you're talking about years then, then Aaron Jones has the most scrimmage yards since 2019. How is he I know, not on I know. the list? Listen, listen, I got to be honest. He was my only one that was like, I was fighting with him and Cook back and forth. I love Jones, man. Aaron Jones was a beast, so... You can split that down the middle. How about that? We'll do that. We'll just cut it down the middle. Super that's Aaron not Jones, allowed, I love LaShawn McCoy. I, I do love him. So that's a, that's a tough one to argue, but it's up in the air. Last one for you. Where are you putting Saquon? Saquon Barkley? Yes, sir. I think Saquon is talented. He does not make this list. I think um, high expectations for this player. He's been, he's been big since college, but we haven't seen it. Right? Fair. Have you seen it? Fair. I haven't seen it. Well, I ain't seen him in a while. I'm waiting to see it. Final question. All things considered, everybody, every running back in the league is healthy. Okay. Zeke is healthy. Saquon is healthy. Kamara is healthy. McCaffrey is healthy. One. Henry's healthy. Easy Who one. is the most talented running back in football? The most talented, everybody's healthy. I think C-Mac. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that boy's different. He does everything. Catches the ball, runs. Um, um, and then the one thing about him, he blocks. Most guys don't block. Fair. They said I didn't block. Did Fair. I block? I caught you on the one-on-ones in the air. Uh-huh. I won't tell the world no more. Lies you tell on television. Take the rock, big dog. You gone. Because, well, McCaffrey was a first round pick. I got to bring in Joy Taylor to talk about number one overall draft picks. Y'all know the NBA draft is tonight. The Magic got the number one pick. So, Joy, we got to go back in the time machine and talk about our favorite number one picks in the NBA draft. 
all time. Now, I will get us started at number five. Number five for me, Joy, let's go back to Shaquille O'Neal. Let's go back to Shaquille O'Neal. Why? Because obviously Shaq, he won his four titles. We know about that. He won several with the Lakers, and he went and took one with your Miami Heat. But Shaq, I just loved his presence. I loved his aura. Am I going to keep rolling, or are we going to alternate? I'm going to keep rolling. <laughs> LeBron James at number four. Uh, LeBron needs no explanation. Now, here's the thing. Four? We're talking about favorites, not most talented. We're talking about favorites. He's my fourth favorite because of the names that are to come. At number three, Allen Iverson. When you talk about favorite, Iverson just holds a place near and dear to my little heart. Because when I was a kid learning how to play the game of basketball, Bron wasn't around. I was watching AI. I had Iversons. You know, I, I bought Iversons. I've been gifted bronze. I bought Iversons. You know you care about things more when you got to pay for them. So AI at number three. And number two, the man they call Magic. Irving Magic Johnson, if you talking favorites, he's just one of the dopest athletes that has ever come. One of the most brilliant minds. One of the most iconic figures. And lastly, Y'all know I'm biased. I don't try to hide it. On this show, if I can ever tell y'all I'm Nigerian, it's going to come out. Akeem, the dream, Elijah one for several reasons, mainly because he's Nigerian. But Akeem, the dream, he's my favorite number one pick. Not the most talented, but the fact that he stuck around even though Jordan ended up taking all his shine from that draft class. When Jordan finally retired, Akeem still got his two rings. That's why he's my favorite number one pick. What's your favorites? Okay, uh, that's... Emmanuel's list. Here's the correct list. <laughs> uh, now, a lot of them are the same, obviously. I put Allen Iverson at five. Allen Iverson, the culture. Allen Iverson transformed the sport. He made it feel accessible for everybody, like anybody could go and play at that level. I am not going to lie. I thought I was Michael Jordan at one point, but when AI came out, my swag turned up a whole other level. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought I was Allen Iverson. One of the biggest moments of my career getting to interview Allen Iverson. So I have Allen Iverson at 5'4". I have Shaq, Big Diesel. Fair. One of I the like most it. dominant players, if not the most dominant player to ever play the game. We haven't even really seen a body type like his mm. at the level that he played it for the time that he played it, the championships that he had, the impact that he had on the game. I have Shaq at 4. Now at 3, I've got Magic. Magic? Bird saved the league. League was struggling when they came in. Magic transformed the game. Part of Showtime Lakers, one of the greatest legacies in the history of the NBA. And also, really, Magic kind of set the tone, the original OG for the big business of the NBA. Mm -hmm. He's a big businessman. Obviously, we know the Magic brands. So I have Magic at Well, thus three. far, I'm not wrong. I'm just out of order. You're out of order. I'm just out of order. You're out of order. I can, I can live with that. I can yeah. live with being out of order, but I got my names right. Number two is LeBron James. LeBron James been in the spotlight since he was 16 years old. In many ways, I, well, at least for me, I'm a little older than Emmanuel. <laughs> I grew up with LeBron James. He's around my age. We watched him from a young man grow into the superstar that he is, the transcendent name of LeBron James, the king, first billionaire as an active player. And uh, I mean, look at that fit. Look at that draft fit. Old school. I got to tell you, The guys, baggy suits. I got to tell you. Thank God for these fitted suits. Those baggy suits had to Terrible. go. Terrible. They had to go. But he looked fly at the time. He looked fly at the time. And number one. You got a number one. Number one. Number one. He never gets his flowers. We just gloss over him all the time. Like Kareem isn't the greatest basketball champion that ever existed. He is a champion at every single level that he has ever touched the basketball. He still commands respect. The captain, a part of that Showtime Lakers, 
I mean, we got to give Kareem some respect every once in a while. When we talk about the goats, we never mention Kareem. He's just like, oh, well, and, and then there's Kareem. And then there's Kareem. <laughs> we do. We do Kareem just Kareem is, my, is my number one. I got to give him some flowers. Uh, we gloss over the greatness that is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar very often. And every once in a while, we got to recognize. Though this is a subjective list, obviously we're no, talking no, no, about our correct. own mine's personal right. favorites. She thinks she's right. I got to bring in Slick Rick yeah, you do. to tell us yeah, you do. what list do you prefer? Where you at? Where you leaning? What you thinking? Joy, thank you. How does she have Kareem at number one and he can't even make your list? How does he not make your list? Okay, look at Explain yourself. Very simply. All of these men, in yeah. my opinion, yeah. are modern cultural icons. Modern, modern. Okay, I'm not gonna age myself and age that side of the modern cultural icons. Kareem's not a modern yeah, cultural no, icon. So, like, but Kareem, Kareem is acting, if there is Kareem anybody is acting, who is relevant writing, today and is still speaking. participating, it's Kareem. Yeah. Only one person on either of these lists played in black and white. Here's the Only truth. one. No, no, no. Here's Only the one truth. played in black. I mean, truth. I see you're wearing black and white, but we don't have to be partial. You got, you got Shaq on there, number five. You really wanted to, like, <laughs> you just couldn't put Kareem in the five spot. But I, here's, the, here's my other go issue. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. For the two of you, both of you, I have a question. I don't see any Tim Duncan. I know. I know. That, that one hurt. Tim Duncan. That one hurt. No, 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 no. I thought about it. I don't want this. Oh, yeah, I feel bad no, about that. No, I thought no, about it. You were just talking about Kareem not getting his flowers. I was like Shady with Aaron Jones. No, no. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. You know what? I wanted what? to put him I wanted to put him at five. Slick, I really did. Yeah. I love the fit, the big fundamental. But AI is just, you know what I mean? I had the, uh, the, 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 the wrist. Correct. You know the like, armband. No, I had I the straight back. I get it. The problem Tim Duncan had to pay for being so bland is I don't think he ends up being anybody's favorite. He, he's one of the greatest players of all time. Top 10 without question. Allen Iverson, nobody ever says he's top 10. Nobody ever says that. But Tim Duncan, I think the price he had to pay for being so vanilla but, is not being a favorite. But, but see, here's the thing. This is what people don't know. He was not vanilla. Do you know that he had a, what do you call it, a bar tongue? Like he had a, he had a barbell in his tongue at one point? Oh, I don't want to hear you about that. I don't want to hear no, Tim no, Duncan no. I'm just telling you. Like, no, no, I'm just oh, telling you. No, 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 Tim Duncan free TD was edgy. TD had tats. TD wore his shorts backwards. TD was not vanilla. This is not big for yourself at night. I got to go to break. I got to go to break before this gets weirder. Coming up, Patrick Mahomes is a Super Bowl winner. And former MVP. But does he still have tongue. something to prove? We're going to talk it about that next. This is not seen for yourself at night. I'm just telling you, he wasn't vanilla. <laughs> Let's head to Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, we already know, Super Bowl champion overall, a dude. Won an MVP by the age of 26 as well. He led the, led the Chiefs to four straight AFC Championship games. But that was all with Tyreek Hill by his side. Tyreek mm. Hill. Now in South Beach, uh -oh. and Tyreek recently said his new quarterback, Tua, is more accurate than Mahomes. <laughs> Am I reading that right? Okay, we got some shots being thrown at Mahomes, but Joy, let me ask you, does Patrick Mahomes actually have something to prove this season as much as he's already proven in his career? Yeah, I think he does. Not because he lost Tyreek Hill, though. I mean, players switch out all the time. There's trades. People retire. People get cut. Injuries. Those mm -hmm. things happen. I don't think it's because of Tyreek Hill. I don't know that anyone was saying Tyreek Hill was making Patrick Mahomes. Right. But I think he has something to prove based off of the expectations that, one, his contract set, 
And two, him being sort of anointed as the next face of the league, which yeah. has been which has been earned. It's not that he's, you know, he's earned that title. I think he's the best quarterback in the league. I think he's the best player in the league. Obviously, you can ar- argue Aaron Donald or yep. you know, whatever your position preference is. But when you're talking about those kind of expectations, he's going to need more championships. He is. He's going to need more rings. Now, I don't make light of how hard it is to win a championship. When I say that, I I think it's ridiculous that we hold anybody to the standard of Tom Brady. He's the GOAT for a reason. He's now GOAT plus. Mm -hmm. He has more championships than any organization has Mm -hmm. in the NFL. But I do think you need to win multiple championships. You need to stay at that level for an extended amount of time if you are in that conversation of the face of the league if you've earned and have been anointed as the face of the league and the level of expectations that come with Patrick Mahomes. We know what he is, but when you reach that level, then that comes with expectations, and I think those are fair based off of how he's played and what he's done so far. I anticipate this to be the most interesting Patrick Mahomes dialogue uh, all offseason. I do believe he has something to prove, but I don't think that he can prove it this year. What Patrick Mahomes has to prove is that he can ball without Andy Reid. See, in basketball, we look at duos. Pippen, Jordan, Shaq, Kobe, Mm -hmm. LeBron, Kyrie, Kyrie, KD. In football, the duos we look at is coach, quarterback, Mm. Brady, Belichick. Brady had something to prove, and he went and he proved it with LeSean McCoy winning a Super Bowl, obviously. So Patrick Mahomes has to prove he can win without Andy Reid because Patrick Mahomes is a figurative NFL trust fund baby. Let's be real. He was birthed onto third base. Mm -hmm. He was born into a Hall of Fame coach, a Hall of Fame tight end, and a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Name any other first-round pick that was born on third base at the quarterback position. He was birthed into a 12-win Chiefs team that went to the playoffs three of the previous four years. Mr. Trubisky ain't have that. Deshaun Watson ain't have that. Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald, Josh Rosen didn't have that. Josh Allen didn't have that. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson didn't have that. Daniel Jones, R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins didn't have that. Joe Burrow, Tua Tungavailoa, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, none of them had that. But Patrick Mahomes did, burst onto third base. Without getting political, I'll end my thought by saying this. Um, And again, I say without getting political. Everybody remembers a a Donald Trump quote. We remember several of them, but there's one that sticks Uh in my mind that pertains to this. Remember when Donald Trump was talking about what he built and said, my father gave me a small loan. Oh, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) As soon as you say your father gave you a small loan of a million dollars, we don't really care what you built because you was given a million dollars. So regardless of what kind of business empire Donald Trump has built, and if you disregard the politics, Donald Trump clearly is an astute businessman. Regardless of what kind of empire Donald Trump built monetarily, we don't care because your pops gave you a small loan of a million dollars. Patrick Mahomes was given a small loan of Andy Reid, a small loan of Travis Kelsey, a small loan of Tyreek Hill. So to some degree, we always go look at what you built and be like, yeah, but you was given one heck of a loan, Shady. That's to me why he has something to prove. Yeah, I, and I agree with that. But, I mean, he did bring Andy Reid his first championship. So, Very I mean, he did earn it, okay? But I will say he has a lot to prove, right? In 2019, I was blessed to be on the Chiefs. Um, I got to see him up close and personal. Um, and the two things I, I, I learned from him quick from just being around him was one on the practice field. Can you catch? Can you catch? Mm-hmm. When he wanted to hit me. I was like, oh, He looked over to the right. My dog's really caught it. Look, he looked to the right through it. I'm like, whoa. I caught it with my little finger. Listen, <laughs> so I'm like, this dude is special. 
But the second thing <laughs> that I learned being around Patrick Mahomes is he's a competitor. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There have been times in, in that year we won a championship where we might be down, right? Every, every game was just a we blow on teams out. Now, we had a lot of them, too. But mm-hmm. there were some games where it was tight. And Pat, by himself, well, Will is back. Guys are fumbling. Guys are dropping passes. Hey, let's go. Let's get it. With that little crazy little voice he has. But he, he really got us going. And yeah, and, and that really showed me that, yo, he's a competitor. He wants to win. Because he hears the whispers. Oh, because before it was, you know, it was all Patrick Mahomes. This is his new league. He's the face of the NFL. But now you hear so the whispers. So then why does he oh, have oh, something oh, to prove? Oh, oh, I'm going to tell you. Because now he hears this. Is it Josh Allen? Is he the best, right? Is, is um, Joe Barrow, is he the best? Yeah, so he has a lot to prove. He got to get his crown back. Now, it's still my league. He has to go out there and prove that. Like, mm. y'all getting crazy with talking about these other guys that hasn't won anything yet. The young guys coming to get his crown, he has a lot to prove. And if you really watched him last year, a lot of those struggles, I think, came from Pat, right? Mm-hmm. The Good small point. things. Right. They were up against the Bengals, right? Yep. The second half, he was, everything was trying to go Beard. deep. Yep. The defense was dropping back, dropping back. Instead of taking the gimmies, the five yards to Tyreek Hill, get a five-yard ca- catch, go for 10 yards, 12 yards. Instead of taking them, he was trying to go deep. Take the gimmies. So I think he has something to prove this year and going forward. And I think he'll prove it because he's that type of player. I'm with you. I also think he has a lot to prove. To your point, Acho, I believe that's the last thing he has to prove, which is he can do it without Andy Reid. That's the last thing that Tom Brady had yeah. to prove. But in order to get there, he needs to distinguish, is he Aaron Rodgers or is he Tom Brady? Is he great as an individual talent or can he have sustained excellence? He has demonstrated that he can be a reason that his team wins a Super Bowl. Can he prove that he is the reason that they win a Super Bowl? Mm. And that's going to require him becoming a mature, a more mature quarterback. He's done the highlights. He's done the emotional. I can take you places. But now that people have kind of peaked his game, can he give you all of the in-between stuff to get you to the places you need to go when the talent around him may be less as a result of what he's getting paid? He's going to have to live up to that. There's two ways to go. Tom Brady always took less, which allowed them to put more yeah, around yep, him. Good right? point. Or you take all the money you can get, and now you have to be the driving force that makes everybody else better. And I will say that if... Uh, if if Mahomes' passes were like that, <laughs> two, two may have a point because that was not on point. Okay, where you at, Joy? Um, I mean, I don't I don't dock people for not running the Lamborghini off the cliff. Like he was given a Lamborghini, and other guys were given a you know. Mm-hmm. A, 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 Be careful, we got sponsors. Uh, yeah, a not Lamborghini. <laughs> okay, I'm trying. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> I don't fault Aaron Rodgers. You don't hold it against Aaron Rodgers that he replaced Brett Favre. And watched Brett for a while. We don't don't hold it against Steve Young. He went into a pretty good situation. (laughs) So I'm not going to dock people for going into good situations. Generally, if you are a high pick, you're going to go to a bad situation. That's why they have a high pick. So very rarely do you get in situations where you're going into what Patrick Mahomes went into. So I'm not going to dock people for not wrecking a good situation. I think you can evaluate other people differently. I think you can say Joe Burrow is so much more impressive because he overcame barely having an offensive line Mm -hmm, and elevating a team in Cincinnati. I think you can give them that. But I'm not going to dock people for where they started. We don't hold it against Aaron Rodgers yet. I think to something Slick was alluding to, 
When Aaron Rodgers comes to the culmination of his career and we start to talk about, well, is he one, is he one of the greatest of all time? Which we don't really put him in that conversation. We really say Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Yeah. That's the discussion. I agree we don't that. hold it against him yet. Steve Young, as many titles as he won and as great as he was, Steve Young has a place in our conversation. Yo, he was really Steve the Young's first great. threat. Court. Sure. Okay. But we, don't, we don't talk about Steve Young like we talk about Tom Brady, oh, Peyton no, no, Manning. No, don't. We don't hold it against Steve Young because he hasn't qualified for something to be held against him. We never said Steve Young was one of the greatest ta- uh, quarterbacks, one of the most talented quarterbacks. But Patrick Mahomes, though, I think, Joy, has qualified for scrutiny. No, that's why I think he still has more so, group. Fair. Yes. Yeah. Fair. Go ahead, Slick. Well, and it's where we've put him as a result of him winning that Super Bowl so early. We've immediately elevated him into that Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady conversation because we're projecting what he's going to do because what he did so early, right? Right. right. But now it's a matter of, to your point, like you got all these young guns coming. You got to protect your turf. Okay, so you established yourself. Do you deserve to be in that pantheon of all-time greats? You can't do that just by winning a Super Bowl early. You have to have sustained excellence. Yeah. You have to demonstrate, to your point, like, you're right. He drove the car, and he, won, he had the fastest car, and he won the race. I'm not going to hold that against him. But if you're one of the all-time greats, can you win when you don't have the fastest car? Because the guys that we're putting you in the circle with have all demonstrated they can do that. I'll say it like this in conclusion. Um, I won't necessarily hold it against him, Joy, because you bring up a very fair point. You can't hold that against him. But if you are given a lot around you, then nobody can touch you. When Michael Jordan was finally given Phil Jackson, one of the greatest coaches of all time, nobody touched him. Scottie Pippen, nobody touched him. Mm. You can't, Patrick Mahomes, not only get touched, get knocked off, because this year he didn't even go to the Super Bowl. Last year he went to the Super Bowl and lost. So you make a phenomenal point. I will not hold it against Patrick Mahomes for being given probably the most help any first-round quarterback has been given in the last two decades. But Mahomes, like Shady said, you better come back for the crown because them young boys are coming. Now, we have to talk about some sad news in the NFL and for the Fox family with the passing of Tony Saragusa. The man known as Goose was a defensive tackle for 12 seasons with the Colts and Ravens. He was also a key member of Baltimore's legendary, and I mean legendary, defense that won the Super Bowl in 2000. After retirement, Goose was an analyst for over a decade here at Fox Sports, and he will sorely and truly be missed. Tony passed away at the age of 55. We send our condolences to the Sarah Goose. Welcome back to Speak for Yourself. Y'all know what it is. I'm at the big board because we about to have some quick hitters. I got some very important questions that I need help getting answered. Now, I'm going to call this one better chance because some things in sports have a positive and others yeah, a little bit more of a negative. So let's get it started. We're going to try this out with the Lakers. The Lakers, they missed the playoffs and they badly, badly need a clean slate. Slick, Rick, Buker, I'm coming to you first. Is there a better chance that the Lakers win a title or miss the playoffs next season? You know there's a way better chance that they miss the playoffs than win a title. Come on, which direction have they been trending for the last two years? Two years ago, they barely made the playoffs. Last year, they didn't make the playoffs at all. What happened over the summer that gets you to think that 
they're going to turn that trend somehow. We know where it's headed. Oh, that hurts my heart. That hurts my heart. I got to move to the NFL because I'm still sad about that one. 49ers Bay Area. Mm. Big question at the quarterback market and heading into next season. So, Shady, better chance of Jimmy Garoppolo being the week one starter or Trey Lance? Cal Shanahan, I got to say Trey Lance. It has to be. You, you, you draft, uh, well, you get three draft picks, first round draft picks at that to get Trey Lance. And then he's the third pick overall. You got to play him. They compare this guy to Patrick Mahomes, all these other superstars. We got to see it. I need to see some evidence. Mm, well, something I got to see if Joy Taylor is going to talk highly about the Cowboys in the next 30 seconds. Because the Cowboys won the NFC East last year, but they were bounced in the wild card game. So, Joy, better chance the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl or miss the playoffs. Cowboys? Oh, Super Bowl? <laughs> Come on. Playoffs. That's the playoffs. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, better chance the Cowboys miss the playoffs. I think the division is better this year. Look out for Philadelphia. I think Washington is better at the quarterback position at That's least right. this year. And the Cowboys have not put together back-to-back double-digit win seasons in 25 years. Wow. So I would bet that they don't make the playoffs if I have to choose. We going back to the NBA. Kyrie Irving's future in Brooklyn is in question. Rumors have a reunion with L.A. and LeBron James down the pipeline. Mm. Slick, better chance Kyrie will be KD's teammate or LeBron's teammate next season. Emmy, I'm glad that you gave me all the easy ones. It's a much (laughs) better chance that he's going to be with KD for another year. We at least know that KD wants him to be there and that the Nets have the wherewithal to pay him to stay there. Lakers don't have that, and uh, we heard LeBron say, hey, I want Kyrie to come join me. I haven't heard it. I'm not going to believe it. Lastly, we move into the NFL. AFC North, the man, Baker Mayfield. Talked about him all all season, but his NFL future is in question. I love the hyperbole of these questions because it really makes you think, Joy Taylor, it's time for you to think. Better chance Baker Mayfield starts in week one or is unemployed? I think unemployed. There's not a lot of suitors for Baker Mayfield. There's really only been two teams mentioned all offseason, Seattle and Carolina. Neither one of them want to be desperate. The Browns put themselves in a terrible position. Not shocking because they do not do business well at all. Baker Mayfield's also coming off of an injury. There's a lot of questions about his leadership skills. So I got to choose. I got to go unemployed because there's just not a big market for him. And the market will tell you if someone wants you or not. Mm, that's real, that's real, that's real. We're not done talking about Baker Mayfield and his Uh-oh. future in Cleveland. So I got to head to the big board. Uh-oh, I got to head go. to the big board. I got to go. head back to the desk from the big board. Okay, so you think there's a better chance that Baker Mayfield is on the unemployment list mm, wow. next season than actually <laughs> playing. But I guess, Shady, let me come to you. Okay. Is Baker Mayfield actually a starting quarterback in the NFL? Like, is he a quality starter? Let's get rid of all the hyperbole. Better chance was it was very exaggerative. Is he a starting quarterback in the NFL? I don't – I mean, he can probably start, right? I mean, he can probably – with Seahawks maybe, who with the Panthers. He may can start, but be successful? I don't see him being successful. I think it it really starts back to draft night, right? This guy had the nerve to to post a picture as if he was Brett Favre. Like – he hasn't did anything yet. That just drove me crazy. I had to mention that. When I look at Baker Mayfield. What picture did he post? Remind me. Uh, he so did the, dra- the, the parody. Yeah, the, uh, like he's, uh, is he kidding? Are you kidding me? So when I seen that, that just rubbed me the wrong way because Brett Favre is one of the greatest. Okay? And then another thing with Baker Mayfield is they gave you like a championship team. You, and you did. did nothing with that team. Right? With a solid defense, solid offense. So I, I can't see him really being successful. I don't see the arm strength. I don't see the tools. Now, he probably can go to, like like I said, the, the Panthers, 
have C-Mac in the backfield, you know, play through him. Um, you know, I'll be okay. It's the same as saying Darnold, Baker Mayfield, the same thing. I just don't see this guy actually going there and being a superstar or a starter or the guy that we thought he really was. So, you, Joy, you are right. You played with quarterbacks like Mike. He might be on this panel. <laughs> 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 you played with quarterbacks like Michael Vick, yes, Tom sir. Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Nick Foles. If you Josh were, Allen. Give my boys Josh love. Allen. Getting Josh crazy, Allen. They get crazy today. If you were in on an NFL roster. Right. And the GM comes down to you and says, GM hey, uh, LaShawn McCoy, we got to let you know Baker Mayfield's going to be your quarterback next season. What's your response? That's a great question because I'm not, like, super happy. Like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Okay, Baker, we doing commercials? Are you demanding a trade? <laughs> like, is it that bad? It's, it's letting me know, right? If I'm in my prime, if I'm, like, Shady McCoy, Correct. Shady McCoy, I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> are we rebuilding? What are we trying to do? We, you can't win with him. He's showing you that. So... I'm definitely upset, and I'm asking questions. You know how I get down. Hey, hey, um, Brandon Bean or Howie Roseman, what are we trying to do? Are we trying to just – we need draft picks next year? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish? You can't win with this guy. Fair slick. Can you win with Baker Mayfield? Is he a starting quarterback in the NFL? Uh, no, he's not because he's not on a team and no one has uh, anointed him he's not as starting, a starting not a quarterback. Yeah, he's now, still on the Browns. We could say uh, – and I would be comfortable saying he has the talent to be one of the 32 – Quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Are there, th- yeah. Are there 32 quarterbacks better than him talent-wise? But it's not about talent with Baker Mayfield. To your point, it's the Instagram post mm-hmm. on, on draft night. It's all of the other stuff that comes with Baker Mayfield. Because he doesn't think he's just a starting quarterback. He he's a star. Right. And if he's not a star, how is that going to affect the rest of my team? So the bottom line is... It's the whole package of Baker Mayfield. We could talk about talent and say he's one of the 32, but as you guys know, uh, Joy, you know this. Like, it's about do you fit? As the quarter, as the starting starting quarterback is like number one draft pick. You, it's not just the position; mm-hmm. it's everything that comes with it, and right. can you carry that? And Baker Mayfield has not demonstrated that he can carry all that comes with it. Well, everything that we're saying is facts, because like I just said, the market will tell you what you are. Right. I think he is one of the best 32 quarterbacks. Like 28 to 32 type. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But to your your point, Shady, he had a great team. He had everything you could ask for if you're a a quarterback in this league. I agree. And what did they do? They beat the Steelers (laughs) with with the Ben Roethlisberger who just retired. Right. Like, which is an accomplishment for Cleveland. But in in reality, what did you do? We saw a, we have a large amount. No, it's just facts. It's facts. It's facts. You have enough evidence of what Baker Mayfield is at this point. He's not a rookie. You have years of evidence. And more importantly, you have evidence of what he can do when he doesn't have everything around him, when when things aren't perfect. I mean, you're looking at a team like Seattle. You're looking at a team like Carolina. Those are struggling situations. Seattle's in a complete rebuild. Carolina's a little bit lost. There's better pieces in Carolina, I think, than Seattle. It's a more stable situation. But there's there's not a big market for him, and that is really what the truth is. If you're a starter, someone will give you the opportunity to do that. Here's my thing, because I'm hearing too much Baker Mayfield hate. uh, I truly am. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh, wow. Um, I hear facts, but... We have to understand who Baker Mayfield is and what Baker Mayfield has actually done in Cleveland. I played in Cleveland. We won five games my rookie year. I've seen Cleveland, the quarterbacks that have gone there from first-round picks of Tim Couch and uh, to Heisman winners of Johnny Manziel, to Heisman winners of Robert Griffin, to first-round picks of Brady Quinn, to first-round picks of Brandon Whedon, to two-time Heisman finalists of Colt McCoy. All of them were there 
and none of them took the Browns to the playoffs, regardless of roster. So don't say, well, Baker had them. Baker did have a crazy, talented roster. I get all of that. I get all of that. But we're not going to act like the Browns haven't had a Peyton Hillis here, a Joe Thomas there, a Josh Cribbs here. We're not going to act like the Browns have just been completely void of talent. Fair. They have not had this Fair. kind of roster. I get it. But Baker, not even close. Not even close. Say sure, that. I get it. Tell the people. Not I even close. It. Okay. Not, not right. that close. Okay. I Let them know. It. Let us let them know. All right. But Baker took the Browns to the playoffs for the first time since 2002. Oh, my God. Won a playoff game for the first time since 94, if I am not mistaken. He started back-to-back seasons for the first time since 88. We can't sit here and act like Baker was just a total slouch. Through his first three years, more wins Joy Taylor than Kyler Murray, who you were oh. defending. So, wait, 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 so wait, wait, so what are you, what are you trying to say? I just want to be clear. Exactly. What are you trying to say? I'm trying Sorry, to write this say down. What are you trying to say? Baker Mayfield is a starter in the National Football we, League. We said that. We said like 28, like, like two, three teams he may start. I will for. say no, 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 no. this. I will say this. As a, and you can back me up because you're a Cincinnati guy. Mm-hmm. He did make the Browns relevant. He All made day. them competitive. And I do think that there is something to be said for that. But he also crashed that car as soon as he got it on the highway. Relevant from play? He was no, hurt. I'm saying all the, the things that he mentioned. Oh, okay. The turnover at quarterback, the yeah. turnover at oh, okay. coaches. He stayed and, alive. And yeah. that, oh, man, they had like, the, right, the best running back in football. For that matter, nothing changed with, with how the Browns did business yeah, there, despite they were able to put together that roster. Because they did have, what, four head coaches? Correct. So it's not like he came into yeah. the best situation. But, but, but. He still crashed the car. Crashed the car. Go ahead. It wasn't that he just got hurt. Okay? You just tried to slide that in there. Yeah, Yeah, but he got hurt. No. He got hurt, and he did a lot of other stuff that they said, we can't go forward with this. Because what you're doing is you're looking at what he did, and you're not looking at who he is. Right. The reason. Break it down. The reason that Carolina, Seattle, talent-wise, would he be the starting quarterback? Of course. Well, yeah, he would be the starting quarterback. It's everything that comes with Baker. Okay, we're going to go somewhere. I don't, I, wait, hold on. I don't think it's that easy to say he'll be the Him and Sam Donald's like the same other than the turnovers. If we just hey, wait, look, it, it, everything equal. Everything equal. Take away all of wait, the innuendo wait. surrounding Baker. I don't know, All man. of that. Your best players. He's the type of guy, as a, as a player, if I play with him, you won't get the best out of me. Look at Odell Beckham, right? Soon he leaves. He's like emerged again. Odell's back. That's on the offense. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's but, on the but, offense. That's my thing. Is, is, what you see on the pass that he missed, is it more like Odell's back or I've been here? I just no. had Baker's my here, here's, here's my problem. Here's my problem. Stephon Diggs, one of the best receivers in football. Yes, yes, yes. He still yes. was getting busy with the Vikings, though. He was not getting as busy. He, well, was, he was having 1,400-yard well, seasons, I mean, he, and Kirk Cousins he, will let it rip. Okay, but hold on. The, the, the guy on the other side was pretty good, too, though, right? Oh, Adam Thielen okay, is so a give him his credit. Yes, sir. I'm just saying, like, a, a guy like Odell. His dad leaked that video, all these targets. He's wide open. He's the same Odell Beckham that we remember. This is how my quarterback is him. It's I, him. I think that's partly on the Browns as well. But he was never a good fit there. Yeah, he's no, throwing no, no, no. the ball, He's though. the one throwing him the ball. Yeah. But, and or he's not the, throwing and, him and, the ball. Or not, or not throwing the ball. And he's the one who allowed that relationship to deteriorate because of his personality in Baker. But I think from the beginning – that that was never a fit for Odell. Ever. Cleveland. Cleveland's not a fit for Cleveland Odell. Is, Cleveland is is running the ball. They're not they're not Odell style. Forget the football team. Yes. The city. Well, I don't you know I don't want to get every I mean, time I, just, I mention Cleveland as a city everyone want to get mad. Wait, you think he's that Wait, real quick. You guys think he's that talented? Cuz you keep saying talent. No. I'm just trying to figure out. I think I think Baker is. I think What's talented about him? Talented. He has one of the strongest arms in football. Okay. He has moxie. And I would say moxie. He has moxie. Okay, does he not? I give you that. I give you that. He has a talent. I don't see that. You got to show that on tape. I hate when people talk. Oh, he's a strong arm. 
Where? Show me where he has a strong arm. Yeah, I would disagree that he has. I'm a still looking. Arm. Can we? And we gotta see the, the clip or, or the picture on the Instagram. This or look at it. Come on, man. <laughs> I was done. So like I was so mad Jamie's about this. So mad. I thought that was really good. That's like me just pay, uh, post a picture of me and Barry Sanders as a second round draft pick. Yeah, I'm ready. They don't know <laughs> oh, that shit. Oh man. Come on. <laughs> what? I'll give you that one, Shady. I'll give you that one. Coming up, are the Warriors set for more NBA titles? Yes, sir. We are going to tell you if we're expecting another dynasty in Golden State. That's next. Speak for yourself. So we're just getting the Shady McCoy, not the Shady McCoy. <laughs> There's a lot going on in Brooklyn right now, and it's not all positive. Question mark. So Kyrie Irving will be back next season. Now there's a report that people have noticed KD isn't even recruiting other players to play with them next season the way he has in previous years. So, Slick, we got to talk about this one. Do you love or hate Kevin Durant not recruiting players? I love that he's not recruiting players because I hate that players feel compelled to have to recruit players. It's not on the job of any player. Uh, this is what I loved about Derrick Rose. You want to come play with me? Play with me. Dog, come play with Facts. me. I'm not going to beg you to come no, no, no. play Preach. with me. Mm. Like, you should know who I am and what I have. But more important, it's not the responsibility of the player to that go part. recruit. That part. It's the responsibility of the franchise You're to create a culture and an identity and a place that guys want to play. Mm -hmm. Not because whether KD is there or not. It's, look, if he wants to do that, fine. Do I need him to do that? No. And I would rather that he relies on the organization to do what they're supposed to do Thank as opposed you. to, you need to go out and sell it for us. Why, why do I have to do that? I love it. It should sell itself. Everybody has a sell job, it. Shady, in an no, no, organization. No, 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 no. Do you love it or do you hate it? I hate it. First of all, the organization, they don't, they don't control nothing, right? When we needed a, a bus driver in Golden State, it wasn't an organization. It was Draymond Green, Seth Curry, Iguodala, and Klay Thompson. Went to the Hampus to get my Body boy. Get so this is my thing. You talking about the organization. Like, I'm not worried about none of that. When, when James, James um, Harton came to the Nets, he didn't come there for the organization, right? When Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie was talking about coming to Brooklyn, it wasn't an organization. Because mm -hmm. I mean, if organization, you would go to the Knicks, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't want to... Come on. The, Nick, the Knicks? That's like no, no, one no, of no. the Now we're talking about the city, and now we're talking I'm the, about... I, I'm just saying, it, it, the organization. If, if you're talking about going to an organization to play ball in New York for, for basketball, I'd rather go to the Knicks. So what I'm saying is, when they recruited each other, hey, look, listen, I'm leaving Golden State. Let's go to Brooklyn. Go to Brooklyn? Let's do it. They did that, and then they went there. Right. Right. So right. I, I, I hate that he's not recruiting. Kevin Durant is one of the most he's, – he's one of the greatest players we've ever seen. That type of – his tangibles, the way he plays, you won't find it nowhere else. So go recruit. Maybe get your Bradley Bill, something else to go with this team, because I don't know if, if um, Ben Simmons is going to be the Ben Simmons with the Sixers or the Open. <laughs> I don't – you know. But you okay. got to get one okay. more player, man. One so, more. Shay, so here's the thing. Number one, they went there to build something. Okay. Brooklyn doesn't have an identity. So they went there together to create something. Now, if Joe Sy decides, the owner, the new owner, by the way, not the same owner as when he went there, Joe Sy decides, well, I don't want to spend that money. Or Sean Marks says, I decide, I'm, you know, we want to rebuild. Like, there are all these decisions. You want KD recruiting dudes to come to a place where he doesn't make the decisions? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. who don't make the decisions? KD doesn't decide whether they listen, rebuild listen, or not. Listen. KD doesn't decide. Hey, hold, KD wait, wait, doesn't wait, wait, decide whether they give Kyrie a max contract watch, or not. Watch, watch this. If 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 Kyrie Irving was available, right, and he didn't miss all them games, and he was playing, and KD said, "Hey, pay him. Let's get him." They're gonna do that. 
Now, in basketball, mm-hmm. the star players run the show. That's real. Come on, you crazy. That's real. Join, love it or hate it. They Not run the show. Uh, I love it because there's a lot going on in Brooklyn right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot happening. Kyrie, is he going to be there? RKD and Kyrie getting along. One day it's they are. One day it's they're not. Now KD is monitoring the situation, according to Shams, to see what happens with Kyrie. I'll ask you this. Do you see Kevin Durant finishing his career in Brooklyn? No, absolutely not. I don't. So if that's the case, why is KD going to put himself out there to players that he is not just considered his peers, but also his friends, to a situation that he doesn't even know is going to be the end of his career? Right. Like if, he, if Kyrie leaves and they're friends and they like he's upset about this, mm-hmm. KD could leave. Yeah, when you think leave. of KD, yeah. you don't even think of KD as a with a particular team. Like, yes, he won his championships with Golden State. But then you could think about the times with the Thunder. You could think about the MVP. Now you think about him with Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like you think of KD. Right, you don't right. think mm-hmm. when you think of Steph, mm-hmm. you think of the Warriors. Mm-hmm. When you think of KD, you think of KD. <laughs> so when he, if he were to leave again, it would surprise no one because this is KD's brand. This is what he does. And that's that's not a knock on him. I don't mind if KD does that at all. But that being said, why would he be recruiting players to a situation that he doesn't even know if Kyrie's going to be there tomorrow? I think it is genius that KD is not recruiting players. I think this is genius. I think it's genius. I think it's the wisest move of KD's career. Here's why. Mm. The biggest mark on KD's legacy is this. Story of recruitment. (laughs) Story of recruitment is the only mark on KD's legacy. He was recruited to Golden State. We have no knock on KD's legacy. His legacy is without spots nor blemish, except for he was recruited to Golden State and formed and won his titles on a dream caliber team. KD realizes the only way he can remedy the mark on his legacy is to win a Dirk Nowitzki, Kawhi Leonard. Kobe Bryant type of championship. He can't win a championship like the Warriors won in 1819. He has to win himself a Kawhi Leonard type of chip where he is the guy and there are no other guys that you look to. Where Dirk was the guy and there were no other guys that you look to. That's not a lot of that no more though. It's changed. And I understand there's not. The king has changed I understand there's not a lot of that. that. But the only way, the only way for KD to remedy the one blemish on his legacy is to pull off the brilliant move that he's currently pulling off and not recruit other players. But Joy made a phenomenal point, which I need Shady you to rebuttal on. I'm just going to push Joy's point a little further. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I got a response. Katie got, I won't call it commitment issues, (laughs) but Katie has NBA relationship issues. How many players do we know have beef with multiple superstars? Katie and Russell Westbrook had beef, fell out. Katie and Draymond Green had beef, fell out. Katie and James Harden had beef, fell out. How many other superstars do oh, you wait, know? Wait, I, oh, wait. wait. You, can't, well, you can't say that, that Harden and Katie They did. Real remember, remember when James Harden won an accolade of the year being named to an all-star team and Kevin Durant was mocking him on national television? That, to me, sir, is beef. What active players have beef with three future Hall of Famers? So to some degree, to Joy's point, I'll take it even further. Why would I recruit somebody I know I'm about to break up with? Mm. It don't make no sense, big mm. dog. It makes absolutely no sense. Hey, yeah, yeah, let's go out. And I know I'm about to break up with you, and it's going to end bad. Not only is it going to end, it's going to end ugly. You got to sacrifice. Like, I, I look at the king, right? He don't get no blame for that. LeBron. James, blame for what? For recruiting, right? 
That whole he started this whole what thing. What toxic relationships does LeBron James I don't, I don't, have? I don't care that about matters. That. Listen, I don't care about that. You got to sacrifice because at first him and Kevin Love didn't see eye to eye. He said, "Don't try to fit in." Do you remember that? You remember Ke- that? Kevin Love let LeBron James dunk on him, and they still dap each other up after yeah, the yeah, game. Now, they that cool. Now they that cool. Now, but they did have a beef. Am I right, Slick? Shady. They had a beef. Don't look to me for help right Before you start, before you start, all I'm going to say is this. All LeBron, James, all LeBron James teams, right, that he's won on, and I think LeBron is a great player, yeah. he recruits. Not only does he recruit okay. all the superstars, he recruits the bench players. Shade, oh, shade, wait, hold on. shade. Anthony Davis, right? You've been studying. Chris Paul, they, they made that thing happen. Look, I didn't know the ring. You fight, 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 fight in the air. That's what you're fighting in the air, y'all. LeBron's the best recruiter ever. I'm Call telling you. Shady, you've been studying Acho's book. Uh-oh. When you don't have an argument, let me switch it. No. That's what you no, want. No, now no, we're talking LeBron James. Kevin Durant. Recruiting. In recruiting guys to the Brooklyn Nets. After he says, why don't you come play, to play with me? What's his next pitch? What's his Cham- next thing that he says? Championship. Championship what? I mean, come win does, does Brooklyn does Brooklyn have that? Does Brooklyn have come, any evidence? First, first do they have a GM come. that demonstrates that? Like, what are my other selling points other than dog? Come play with me, and I dare say, Shady, he's the best. Shady, he's one of the best players Shady, in the NBA. Shady, why not come play Shady, with me, Shady? And all the decisions you've made and the places you played. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in this. Was it just a boy? Was one of your boys who said, "Hey, come, come play with me," or did you weigh? The organization. Did you weigh what they were offering? Did you offer what they had? Did you offer the? Did you weigh the facilities? Did you weigh like all of the infrastructure that they had, their legacy, what they'd accomplished? All eyes on you. Did you look at that and say, "Oh, that's the spot I want to be," or did you just go, "Hey, my boy's playing there. I'll go play." (laughs) Now, if a Brady called me, hey, look, Shay, listen, we got Gronk, right? Prime Shady. We need a running back. Oh, let's do it. Kevin Durant, Tom Brady, and that same. He's a great player like him. I'm coming to win a championship. It takes one more player. Shady. I'm telling you. If, if, listen, you knew, listen. But you knew what else Tom had there. What? A coach? You knew he was on the coach. What? The whole thing. The coach. Like, don't get, don't you weren't just going to play with don't Tom Brady. Brady. It ain't no, it ain't no, 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 no. I'm not coming to play. It's not Belichick. I'm coming to play with Tom Brady. Okay. So I'm coming to get a winner. Get a guy like Kevin Durant. But you're saying Irvin, that the, you're you saying, recruit them players there? That's championship You're caliber. saying that the organization's real, real, success wait, wasn't quick. a factor in your decision well, making? It was you see just the, Tom Brady? You see him now. You see what they're going through what? now? They didn't pay nobody. Now they pay everybody. They can't win no games for real. They're not, come on. My, my point is this. When, when Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden came together, they were the what? They were favorite to win a championship. Sure, of course. Together. Mm-hmm. So let's not act like recruiting great players together doesn't eagle a championship because it does. Whoa. It showed it go? You. Did, they, did they win one? I mean, what, I mean, well, they didn't play. Did they they win hurt. One? There's multiple ways to win a championship, and, and I think you've seen that over the past few years. The Warriors obviously won by recruiting KD, and they also won through their core and building through drafts mm-hmm. and acquiring free, free agents, mm-hmm. developing players. So there's multiple ways to win. I think what's happening with KD is KD doesn't know if he's going to be there. So why is he going to put himself out there? Why is he going to reach well, out to other players to No, you're right about that. And even if he is going to stay, he can show by not recruiting, hey, I'm actually the catalyst here. If you want to build this team, if you really want to make this a championship team, you have to do what I want. And if he wants Kyrie to be there, they got to sort this out. It's just a matter of what's actually happening with Kyrie and the Nets, which we'll find out very soon. Well, speaking of navigating the way to a championship, we got to switch it up and talk about the USFL because we two days away from the playoffs kicking off. So I got to give y'all two stars to watch for this weekend. Boy, you do not want to miss some of these matchups. First off, defensive linebacker Demarcus Gates from the Birmingham. 
Ham Stallions. Now, Gates made the all-UFFL defensive team, and it's easy to see why, since he is a two-time defensive player of the week. Led his squad with 57 oh, tackles, including tackle. some bone-breaking tackles like that one right there. Stallions will face off against the Breakers on Saturday. And then on the offensive side of the ball, how about Case Cookus? Now, he has been balling all season. You've heard me mention his name for the Philadelphia Stars. Let That's us right, baby. to 35 points a game twice this season and even dropped a 46-point. Game. He's also thrown for over a thousand yards with 12 touchdown passes this season, and he allegedly is recruiting Lashawn McCoy to come yeah. out of the game. <laughs> right. yeah, if y'all need me, oh, the leave, Philadelphia Stars going to match up with the Generals on Saturday. You do not want to miss the inaugural USFL playoffs. Kick off this weekend. Fox, Philadelphia Stars, Generals. Y'all heard me. I just said it, but I'm saying it again. Don't miss it. They're kicking it off for a title berth. Now, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Stadium is in Canton. That's where we played USFL playoff Saturday, 3 Eastern on Fox. Coming up, the Warriors set for more NBA championships? Huh, I can see it, but can you? We'll tell you if we're expecting another dynasty in Golden State. That's next. Speak for yourself. Warriors are fresh off of winning their fourth NBA title in eight seasons. So, what about next year? They got seven free agents, including Kevon Looney and Gary Payton II, but their president, Bob Myers, said their goal is to, quote, bring all those guys back and do it again. Mm-hmm. I added a little bit of the exaggeration and the excitement. Anyway, Shady, I got to go to you first, big dog. You expecting another Warriors dynasty? Not just one, Ooh. right? Not just one championship, because that's going to be next oh. year. They're going to win next year, too. In the next four years, they should win two championships. You know why? Steve Kerr, as a coach and a player, he, he talked about, he said, after you win a championship, the next year, if you're healthy, you get better. Now, I don't know if that's experience. I don't know if that's just when you, when you get to that level where you know how to play, you, you're more confident, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But he, and mm-hmm. I believe him. Mm-hmm. He went from a coach and did it, and the player team did it. Mm-hmm. When I look at this team, yo, oh, my God. They're number two pick overall. James Wiseman, mm-hmm. right? People forget about him. He's back. Healthy, right? You take Looney out, right? And you put a 7-1 athlete. Athlete that can dunk. Them alley hoops, them laps. He was doing all these alley hoops. Boom, he's dunking. And he can shoot the tray ball. Jordan Poole is going into his third. Oh, fourth year. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, fourth year. Mm-hmm. With some money in his pocket. Probably gave him some money. So now you know you get paid. You're going to give him the bag. Okay, get the bag. You're right. Now you want to play even more. Get him in his fourth year. Look at the, the stuff he did this year. He emerged as a star. Get him in his fourth year. I look at Kaminga. Kaminga's, what, 19? Kid. They all praise Kaminga. 19 years old kid, right? He's going to get better. He's, he's in a Draymond, getting better on defense. He's like the new Iguodala, okay? Oh. Am I missing somebody? Klay Thompson. After ACL or Achilles, it, it, may, it take a, a year mm-hmm. and a half to get back healthy. Now, he did okay. He did pretty good. Mm-hmm. I give him that. He did pretty good. This next year is going to be healthy. Extra year of rehab, right, on that, on that leg, on that foot, playing, he's going to be even better. So, so two and four years. Oh, for sure. Two and four e- years. Look, easy. Slick, what say you? Warrior run dynasty? Running the West. No, there's not going to be another dynasty. I can see them extending this dynasty. I can see them winning another championship. But are we, or if we're going to define dynasty as what they just did, you're suggesting they're going to replicate what they just did. They went to five consecutive finals. Jeez. They won three titles. Jeez. You're saying yeah, they're going to win two that's more championships, right? Two more. 
How old is Steph Curry? 34. Right. 34. 34. He's 34. He's 34. No, no, I, I think he's going. Come on, come on, give it to me. All right? Me. 34 So you're old. saying they're going to win two more. They're going to they're gonna go three-peat? Are they three-peating? Or are yes. they going two over the next I, three I, years? No, no, no. I, I, just tell me. No, no. Like, however, what are they doing? However you want to cut it. I don't want to cut it like no, that. I, I, I'm, I'm no, I'm going to let you cut I'm it. I'm going to let you shape it. Look, in four years. Because if you're saying they're three-peat, you're out of your mind. In four years, they will get two championships. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So in the next four years, they're going to get two more champions. Why'd you ask so me? So are they going to go to the finals in between that? They might. Okay. They might. So here, this is this is what I take great exception to. You mentioned James Wiseman, Jonathan Kaminga. Mm-hmm. You want to throw Moses Moody in there? No, you want to throw Jordan, Jordan Poole? Let's, yeah, let's, let's put Jordan Poole in there. Let's there just you put you just, you just casually, just casually throw James Wiseman and Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga. And yeah. They're going to be the next Klay Thompson. They're going to be the next Steph Curry. They're going to be the Draymond Green. How dare you insult those guys to suggest that you can take three more guys and they can become oh, oh, no, no, what those that, three oh, no, guys sorry. were. That's not what I was saying. That no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Hold up. Sacrilegious. Oh, no, 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 no. Time out. Time he's, out. He's, time he's trying out, to confuse the people. I know. I know. <laughs> Jordan, can you set? I'm can upset. Right now. No, no, no. I'm they, upset. They, they are help. They are help to the to the main three guys. You know, come on, stop. Joy Taylor, settle this. Where do you land? We've heard absolutely dynasty. No dynasty. Where you stand? I mean, the question is very confusing to me because what what is a dynasty? A dynasty is what we are watching with. The Warriors. They are, we are in the midst of a dynasty. So, so the question itself implies there'd be a new dynasty, which would mean we wouldn't have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green. And mm-hmm. Steve oh, I'm not saying, I don't want to sound bad. And then bad. they're going to relaunch no. with a new group of oh, no, players. No, no. That would be a new dynasty. No. If the Spurs win a championship next year, it's not Tim Duncan's dynasty. Fair. Like, right. it's the Spurs okay. winning another championship. So they are in, we are in the midst of a dynasty. So the question itself is very confusing. Are they going to win another championship with in this dynasty, I believe so. I don't know if I can go as yes. far as to say two because they are aging. And Thank when you, you do play, when you do play playoff games mm-hmm. in okay. the NBA, you yeah. have to consider that's extra months yeah. of basketball that's every true. single year that you're putting on your body. When you talk about how long LeBron James has played, just with the playoff games alone and the Olympics, he's played three extra seasons Still of the NBA Still on top me. of his. What, what you look at in the bulk of his season. So he's really played like 23 seasons in the NBA. So when you play, <laughs> when you play deep into the playoffs like the Warriors have, that's extra miles. Right. But when you are a dynasty, you have to get the respect that you will be in that championship conversation next year, which they will. You know what's interesting to me? Um, I do expect another Warriors dynasty. I don't view this as a continuation. I'm going to try to synthesize all three of these points. I don't view this as a continuation of the old dynasty because we look at the Patriots. Tom Brady won his six in New England over the course of roughly 19 years. I see a, a couple dynasties. Now, the Patriots had a nine-year gap. The Warriors have only had a two-year gap. But for whatever reason, because the Warriors went three years without winning a title, including two horrendous years due to injury, but because the Warriors went three years without winning a title, I view that as enough of a pregnant pause, if you will, to see clarity. I see another chip coming, Shady, because I do view Jordan Poole. You know me, I love some Jordan Poole, Slick. I know, uh, like, I know you do. Yeah, I love me some Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole is going to inevitably replace this version of Klay Thompson. I think Jordan Poole will end up being the other splash brother. I think Andrew Wiggins is going to be the gap player. But to summarize it like this, 
The Warriors are going to continue to win like we saw the Spurs win over the course of decades. I think right. the Warriors are going to win over the course of decades. Eventually, Steph Curry will move into that role like Tim Duncan moved into, and he will be the elder statesman, and the young Jordan Poole of the bunch or the Wiseman of the bunch will step up and be the Kawhi Leonard. That is what I perceive to be the mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. But I do think we will see more chips in the future for Golden State. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of a championship, how about championship-winning coach Mike Tomlin? Mm -hmm. We ain't going to have Big Ben next year, but he seems okay with that. We'll tell you if we're expecting big things and if we're buying his excitement about being uncomfortable without Big Ben. That's next. Speak for yourself. Jordan Poole, the next Kawhi Leonard. The Steelers had Ben Roethlisberger for 18 years, but... They got to get used to a new quarterback. First-round pick, Kenny Pickett. He's also out of pit. That's He's right, in the baby. mix, along with Mitch Trubisky. And Mike Tomlin seems all right with the change of quarterback. Take a listen. I just view the challenges of what lies ahead in that way. First of all, I'm looking forward to, to the anxiety associated with that uncertainty, with having to stand and deliver, to live out what we believe in. The standard is the standard. Joy, I got to go to you first. You're the resident uh, Pittsburgh born, if I'm not mistaken. Go Pitt. Pitt. There you go. Are y'all done? Anyway. Uh, Joy, are you buying Mike Tomlin's excitement about being uncomfortable with this season? Uh, There are a few people in sports who, when they say something, I believe they meant exactly what they said. Mike Tomlin doesn't waste words. At all, even if he do has a couple of uh, little Stellas next to him. Yeah, yeah he's joining, he's joining himself. Right? <laughs> he pops. Back. We still love you, Mikey. Yeah, too. No, I, lo- I love Mike Tomlin. He's a very straightforward man. He means what he says. He says what he means. I-, I think he is excited about having a new chapter in his career. He's never had a losing season. He's a Hall of Fame coach. The standards, the standards we know in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm. six six championships. Now, I think there have been some moments over the past couple years where they have underdelivered. That standard has become, oh, we're making the playoffs now. I do think they need to get back to that. And this is a new chapter for Mike Tomlin. So I think he is excited about the opportunity to shape a new young quarterback and take the Steelers in a a direction without Ben Roethlisberger under center. Shady? I agree with you. I think um, he's he's made for the challenge, right? Think of the narrative, right? Big Ben retires, okay? Then you get another rookie quarterback that's in the same building, held a pit. And then I I look at him like like Joe Burrow. (laughs) I see Joe Burrow when I see Kenny Pickett, right? Both had small hands, right? Um, 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 you know, they, they both had their, their older rookie quarterbacks, right? They can't come in as seniors, coming out of school. Most good quarterbacks, not good, but most young quarterbacks come out maybe a junior or so. And these dudes are, are, are when I look at Kenny Pickett, he's just more athletic. So I think the, the, Steelers has, the Steelers have the best franchise of getting a young quarterback prepared, ready. They got a great running game, right? That's all you need. That's still their football. Okay, so good defense. I could, ask you, you I could ask you this, but I'm actually going to abort this topic. Sorry, producers. The Steelers won Super Bowl in 75, 76, 79, and 80. They won four Super Bowls in, what, six years? But is that a dynasty? We were having oh, an off-camera debate. <laughs> we bring it on camera. We got to talk about this, America. I'm sorry. Uh, we have to clarify once and for all what is a dynasty. In my mind, if you go to four titles mm-hmm. – Four championships. four championships in four years. Right. Win Not two win of them, them at a minimum. If you yeah. win two of the four, to me, that is dynastic. I agree. I agree. Shady agrees. I agree. I agree. Slick agrees. I, agree. I do agree. Joy, where do you stand? 
What's the dynasty? Look, yeah, she's Joyce tough on this do, one. What they're trying to do is get Heat fans mad at me. But Heat fans, we're, we're realistic, right? That's, 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 that's what that means. You answer the question. We I need that exactly. We. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. It is we. Answer the question, please. It is we. What's the dynasty, Joy Taylor? That's not a dynasty? I, think, I don't think that the Miami Heatles were a dynasty. I think they were a great, all-time great team, did amazing things, very impactful. No well, dynasty. Maybe one of the most impactful teams that the league has seen because it launched the mobility sure. that oh, is yeah. now the NBA. But going LeBron, four years in a row right. means nothing to you. It's not that it means nothing. Why is it going to be it, okay. a dynasty okay. or right. That's a dynasty. So, so right. does going four years great, in a row mean great. dynasty? That's hard great. to do, though. Hard to do. I think you have to win three championships. Okay, so so the, so, so the Warriors went five times mm-hmm. and they won three titles. I, okay. Are I, the I, Warriors, I, Warriors prior to this year, were they a dynasty? Were they a dynasty? By my definition, yes. I think, that, I think that a lot of people would push back on that. I think that's why this was such a significant win for the Warriors, because they had KD, which obviously a lot of people feel like t- took away from their greatness by adding Kevin Durant, they being that core so of So three Curry. and five years as a dynasty. All right. I think if you win three championships, you're Okay, so Lakers... Won but, three but, championships but, and went but, four but, times. But, 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 right. but, but, That's a dynasty. Let's hear the bus. Let's hear the bus. I'm all ears. Like the Warriors, KD left, right? Uh-huh. right? So that was a step. You, you add an all-time great player to that mix, and then he leaves. Okay. Now you're back to the core. So if you are truly the dynasty, like a dynasty okay. level. Okay. I, I got one sick. I got one sick. This is on me. This is on me. The Spurs won in 2003. Yeah. The Spurs won in 2005. 1999 was their first. 99, yeah, but I'm disregarding that. They won in three. They won in 2005. They won in 2007. Yeah. 2008 were the Spurs of Dynasty. They mm. had three titles. Uh-oh. They yeah. never won back-to-back. I don't think you need to win back-to-back. So just three titles in a six-year span is a dynasty. I think we throw out these words and sports that deserve a little more respect. Mm. Dynasty should, it should be a significant wins over a significant amount of time, right? Like the Michael Jordan Bulls were a right. dynasty. Mm, but not in 95, not when he was retired. That's right. right. Coming up, I was with Giannis for his big movie premiere last night. Yeah, you see us. Oh, oh you see these Nigerians? Oh, you see these Nigerians? All right, we got to talk about who everybody's favorite athlete is. That's next, and I can't wait to tell you all about this conversation. Giannis, Ugo. Whose outfit was better? His, dude. His is crispy. <laughs> If y'all ain't heard by now, your boy was at the movie premiere ride. That's Giannis' movie last night. And there we are, you know what I'm saying? Me and my dog, Giannis Ugo Adetokounmpo. Had me Uh thinking about our favorite athletes of all time. Slick Rick, real quick, who's your favorite current athlete? Not all time. Slick, talk to me. Well, I would say Giannis, but you already took that one. Oh, excuse me, Ugo, I would, but no. uh, (laughs) Trinity University incoming linebacker Matt Buecher and University of Portland point guard Chance Buker. Good I answer. Can't just one. Joy. Uh, I mean, how are you gonna do me like that, Rick? Okay, it's my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Mason All Taylor, the oh. you go Tigers. There Shady, go. what we'll sibling? What siblings do you have currently playing? <laughs> I'm gonna pick um, Lashawn McCoy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm picking my current player. No, my player is. We gotta go. <laughs> she <laughs> hard. I was hard. I was hard. <laughs> 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 